The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. This episode is sponsored by UnityVillage.org. Songwriter Karen Drucker returns to Unity Village with A Woman's Time Out Retreat, September 19th to 22nd. Learn more at UnityVillage.org forward slash events calendar. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. So there is so many side effects of hormonal birth control that are not talked about. And, you know, the list really goes on and on. I'll touch on some of the big ones today. But at the end of the day, we're all going to make our own decisions when it comes to preventing pregnancy. But I just think it's so important to be aware of the side effects so that we can make an informed decision for ourselves. Welcome to A Gut Feeling. I'm your host, Jacqueline Renee, holistic health coach and digestive specialist. Your gut healing journey begins here. Welcome back to A Gut Feeling. I'm your host, Jacqueline Renee. Thanks so much for being here today, guys. I appreciate it. While you're listening, don't forget to click subscribe and leave a review. I love hearing from you guys. It helps me so much to see what content you love and how I can help you in your gut healing journey. Well, today we're going to dig into hormones a little bit because we can't talk about gut health if we don't talk about hormone health. And specifically when it comes to long-term usage of birth control, I have really my new friend and health expert, hormone health coach and fertility awareness educator, Rachel Garcia here with us today. Thank you so much for being here, Rachel. I'm so excited to be here, Jacqueline. Yes, we're very, like, we're new friends. First of all, we met through a mastermind group program uh, where we're both building our businesses so we can bring the best to you. Uh, We met out in Arizona. We went on a hike and we were like, did we just become best friends? (laughs) So it was really amazing. And I'm just so happy to meet her. But I learned a lot from her very quickly. She helps women ditch PMS, get in tune with their monthly cycle and naturally manage their fertility. Um, And specifically, what interests me about her so much was because she is helping women come off birth control, even if they aren't wanting to get pregnant, because birth control can be so toxic to the body. So really going to dig in to talk about that today. So let's dig in. Rachel, tell me a little bit more about, well, before we dive into all that, can you tell me a little bit more about how you got started in what you do for women? Yes. So I had quite the hormone journey myself. Everything from terrible cramps, terrible PMS, back acne all over my back um, to periods of no period, missing periods for months and months, um, really low libido, painful sex. I was all over the board when it came to hormone imbalances for about, I would say, seven or so years. Um, I went to specialist to specialist, really trying to figure out how to fix the issues that I was experiencing. 
And every time I would go, they would really just tell me, you know, get on the birth control pill, try this estrogen cream. And it became really, really frustrating for me because I was always really into health and I wanted to know why this was happening, not how to mask the issue. So after years of struggling, it really just came to a point where I was like, you know what, I'm going to heal myself. I'm going to figure this out. So became, you know, just a researcher in this and got some certifications, became hormone coach certified and fertility awareness coach certified and learned to heal my body. Um, And just through that experience, I was so empowered by it. And I really wanted to start sharing that with other women. So it's a little bit about my story. (laughs) That's amazing. Thanks for sharing. And it's so interesting because I have the exact same story, but with gut health and antibiotics, Mm -hmm. there's always seems to be some kind of like quick fix from Western medicine, like, oh, here's your problem, here's your pill, take this, and everything will be okay. But the problem is is that everything is not okay when you keep taking that stuff, when we keep masking our hormonal symptoms with birth control or keep masking gut health symptoms with antibiotics, you're causing long-term damage on such a cellular level. So can we dig into that? Can we talk about how birth control impacts our overall health when we're using it long-term? Yeah. Yes, let's do it. So there is so many side effects of hormonal birth control that are not talked about. And, you know, the list really goes on and on. I'll touch on some of the big ones today. But at the end of the day, we're all going to make our own decisions when it comes to preventing pregnancy. But I just think it's so important to be aware of the side effects so that we can make an informed decision for ourselves. So, Some of the big side effects is when we are on the hormonal birth control pill, it shuts down the communication between our ovaries and our brain, which therefore shuts down the body's natural production of hormones. So can you imagine if we just told men like, hey, take a pill and it'll decrease your testosterone? Like, hope that's fine, right? Like yeah. a lot of men I'm would. Not, I'm not sure they'd be so happy about that. <laughs> no, a lot of men would be like, absolutely not, right? But as women, we've just grown up thinking this is just something we have to deal with in order to prevent pregnancy and or minimize PMS symptoms. So like I said, shuts down that communication between ovaries and the brain, which leads to a whole bunch of problems. It causes digestive problems like leaky gut, gut dysbiosis, IBS. I have yet been able to talk to a girl who has been on hormonal birth control and doesn't have digestive issues. Um, It also, you know, decreases your energy, causes fatigue and adrenal and thyroid dysfunction, skin issues like hair loss and dry skin, mood disruption, depression, anxiety, low libido, vagina dryness, increases your risk of UTIs. Like I said, I really could go on and on on this list, Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. that's a few of um, the main ones there. At at this point, is there any pro to being on birth control besides obviously preventing pregnancy? I would say like... That seems to be the only one. (laughs) I would say like a lot of medication, it's a quick fix, right? So if you're experiencing Mm -hmm. something like acne or, you know, painful periods, yeah, you can get on the birth control pill and it probably will reduce your symptoms. But the problem is, is that it's causing a lot of issues underneath that. And so when you get Mm -hmm. off, you're going to experience the same issues that you had. And sometimes they're going to come back even worse. Mm -hmm. Um, And then in regards to preventing pregnancy, sure, it's an effective 
form of birth control, but it does come with a lot of side effects. So it just kind of comes down to weighing the pros and cons and again, making that informed decision. Yeah, absolutely. And you mentioned a little bit earlier, this is something interesting that I learned from you too. Like it doesn't, the pill, when you're on the pill, you're not ovulating, Mm -hmm. but there is an importance to ovulation. Can you explain that a little bit more for us? Yes. Ovulation is so incredibly important. It really is a sign of our overall health when we're in our childbearing age. So every ovulation and cycle, I like to say it puts protective benefits into our health bank account for years and years to come, even when you stop having a menstrual cycle. So it's really cool. So the American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists have named our menstrual cycle our fifth vital sign. So that's making it just as important as pulse, temperature, breathing rate, you know, blood pressure, all of those things that we take so seriously. And if you think about it, like if we had a reoccurring like body temperature, you know, like a fever or we had high blood pressure, we're going to go and do something about that, right? That's like raising a red flag. But when we have painful periods or PMS symptoms, we're just like, oh, this is just a part of being a woman, right? But it's really not. It's our body telling us that it needs support. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So what happens if someone doesn't ovulate for like, if they were on the pill for let's just say 10 years? and they don't ovulate for 10 years. What What is happening in their body? Yeah, so lots of things can happen, right? Some of the ones that I listed, so like causing those digestive problems, it's also depleting you of vitamin, minerals, and antioxidants. And it also does increase your risk of certain cancers. So just really, really important to be aware of those side effects. And as far as ovulation goes, feeling how you feel on a day-to-day basis, ovulation is so incredibly important for helping us to feel our best. It helps Mm -hmm. with, you know, our natural hormone production that's going to give us those happy hormones flowing throughout the month and, you know, helping us to have a healthy libido. When we aren't ovulating, we don't experience that estrogen rise that gives us our libido. So yeah, so many things can happen when you're not ovulating. Yeah. I always feel super strong on ovulation. <laughs> my trainer yes. probably thinks this girl, that, like I'm crazy. I always come in with my information. I'm like, give me the heavyweights. I'm ovulating today. He's like, oh Lord. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's TMI. But it's true. You get that surge and you feel really powerful for those couple days. It's great. Um, yeah. And I can imagine, I, I know you coach a lot of women off birth control. I've coached some women off birth control and they're like, wow, I just feel like I got my mojo back. You know, Mm -hmm. I hear that all the time. And I love that you say that, that you're so in tune with your cycle and you, you feel like that super woman, you know, energy when you're ovulating. And as far as like exercise, it's really cool when we're ovulating, we actually have the ability to gain muscle easy and Mm. shed pounds easier during that time. So really, really cool to be aware of it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you said my buzzword earlier, and that was mentioning that hormonal birth control does affect the gut. You know, we're all about all things gut here. And I know how this can happen, but I want to explain to people a little bit more how it actually affects the gut. Can we hone in on that one specific symptom now? Like you were talking about, let's 
say leaky gut. That's something I talk a lot about here. And we know leaky gut to be, you know, the intestinal permeability of the gut. Your gut lining has been worn down. Your body is sort of in this um, toxic cycle where it's not absorbing nutrients and you're having uh, gut issues. And so how does birth control contribute to that? Yeah. So there is a huge, huge connection between our hormones and our gut. The big connection being that our hormones are created, regulated, and excreted in our gut. So that being said, we need a healthy gut microbiome in order to have balanced hormones. And when we're on hormonal birth control, it actually increases our chance of things like IBS by 300%. So it's a pretty... 300%? (laughs) 300%. And that is such a crazy statistic, right? It's not even just like, oh... 50%, right? Like 300%. And as I mentioned earlier, I have yet come across a client who's on hormonal birth control who's like, oh yeah, like my gut is totally fine. (laughs) Mm -hmm, (laughs) Pretty much mm -hmm. everyone is experiencing something. So Mm -hmm. um, yeah, increases your chances of leaky gut, yeast, candida, SIBO, all those things. And as you know, that affects your overall health and Mm -hmm. everything from our happiness, right? Like our serotonin Mm -hmm. is, most of it is produced in our gut. So yeah, huge, huge connection there. Interesting. Do you come across a lot of women who are more depressed when they're on birth control because of that low serotonin production? Yeah, definitely. But what I see a lot more is actually women coming off and being like, whoa, this is how I'm supposed to feel. Because they are so used to being in that state. A lot of women have been on hormonal birth control for over a decade and they don't know any different. So they get off and they're like, oh, wow, like (laughs) I'm so much happier, right? Or I can't believe like I have a libido now. Like all of these things that have been suppressed for so long just come back, which is pretty incredible. Yeah, absolutely. That's amazing to see that. I'm sure when you're coaching women too through this process and they start to come back to life, that it's really amazing to see them actually do that after they've been struggling for so long. And you know, oftentimes in my practice too, I'll say like, okay, you know, that's one of the questions on the intake form. Have you been on hormonal birth control? How long? All those things. And it's often a lot of the gut issues are resolved just from coming off the pill. We don't have to even do all this other fancy stuff that's in my gut healing program. We just come off the pill and we cleanse the body a little bit and their gut is back to normal, which is so crazy to me. Yeah, it's incredible. Okay, so I'm sure there's a lot of women that are listening to us talking about this right now and they're probably like, what the heck, now I need to get off my birth control. But that's very scary because the number one, a number one reason why people go on birth control is to prevent pregnancy. But the number two reason is because they have all of these health issues that are probably going to come back when they do come off the birth control. So where do they begin? What can we do to start getting off the birth control without feeling a lot of this stuff going on? Yes. So if you are a woman who is wanting to get off hormonal birth control, I really want to emphasize the importance of prep work. So when you are on hormonal birth control, your body stops producing a lot of its own hormones. So when you stop taking it, it kind of takes a while for that communication between the ovaries and the brain to start up again and start making adequate amounts of hormones. 
So as your natural hormones start to produce again, your body is operating from a depleted ecosystem that's less hospital. So if you don't support your body properly and really replenish your system, you may experience a lot of unwanted symptoms. So maybe the symptoms that you had before getting off of it or before getting on it, um, or you may experience some new symptoms. So there are a lot of ways to prevent that from happening. So Jacqueline, do you want me to kind of dive into those steps? Yeah, let's dive into those steps in just a second. Right now, we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to dive into all those steps. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, Rachel, we're ready for it. Let's dig in. Give us the juice. All right, let's dive in. So the first step is to replenish the nutrients. So really focusing on nutrition to help your body get what it needs to function properly and start producing its own hormones again. So really looking at your diet and lifestyle and making sure that is supportive. The second step Balancing your blood sugar. So this is incredibly important for hormone balance, as you know, Jacqueline. Um, yeah, but I, I love. I talk about it all the time. I love it. <laughs> yes, and that is what I just love about you because I feel like we take such a similar approach to health and healing, um, and it's just so fun to feed off of each other and learn from each other. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, Yeah, so bouncing our blood sugar. So if we have, say, high blood sugar, that can lead to increased production of things like testosterone, which can therefore lead to cycles where you don't experience ovulation, you might get weight gain, hair thinning, acne, all those things we do not want. Um, And then we also don't want low blood sugar because that can lead to things like anxiety and just overall hormone imbalances. Um, And then the third step, supporting detoxification. So if our detox pathways, like our gut and our liver, are congested or overloaded, harmful toxins or substances will be recycled and recirculated throughout the body. Um, So when you're getting off hormonal birth control, we really want to get those synthetic hormones out of your body as soon as possible so that your body can start functioning um, and making its own hormones again. So if our detox pathways are congested, it's just overall going to make it harder for our body to produce its own hormones and eliminate excess hormones. So me and Jacqueline always talk about, right, like first step is, are you pooping? Like, are you going to the bathroom? (laughs) Right. 
That is, yeah. So pee, poop, and sweat are our three uh, elimination organs. So you got to be pooping every day. And if you're not pooping every day, first of all, you're in the right place because this is this podcast is all about you know healing, reducing bloat, healing constipation, all of that. But um, if you're not, you got to look a little bit deeper. So that's number one. At least once a day, if not twice a day. I mean, t- typically, I love for my clients to be going twice a day for really good detoxification. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you think about it too, it's like, okay, if you're doing all these things to detox, but you're not actually eliminating it out of your body, then where is it going to go? It's just going to go right back in and have to, yeah. you know, it's going to cause burden on your liver too, because it's going to have to work in overdrive and really like almost repeat what it just did, right? Just work to detox, then you didn't get out of your body and then your liver has to do it all over again. So mm-hmm. very, very important to support those detox pathways And then to go off of that, really the last step is supporting your gut. So because our hormones are created, regulated, and excreted in our gut, we need to support that gut health to help ease that transition off of hormonal birth control. So those are the steps. Those, that's the, that is so great. Just to really recap really quick, we have, you want to replenish the nutrients. So eating high quality foods, organic, um, you know, good nutrients, good vitamins, those kind of things with a lot, big whole foods diet and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, two, you want to balance the blood sugar level. Talk about it all the time. I feel like to heal your gut, to balance your hormones, to lose weight, to heal your skin, everything all comes back to balance your blood sugar level. So that's a really great place for anyone to start. Um, on any healing journey because it seems like it cures a lot of things first and then you can kind of see what's left over. Um, the third, you said, uh, what did you say, restoration? So the third, supporting detoxification. Detoxification, yeah. Yeah. And then our fourth is? Supporting the gut. Great. So what do you do for your clients to support their gut? So a few things that we do is really making sure that they're eating a diversity of fibers because our gut feeds off of our, every bacteria in our gut feeds off of a different fiber, right? So it's really important that you're eating a diversity of fibers. Um, it's really important that you are incorporating something to replenish all your la- all your lost um you know, the microbiome disruption. So I always recommend some kind of like probiotic. Um, Yeah, so many things that you can do. Do you want me to really dive into it? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know, I love talking about gut health. So we can we can chat a little bit more about it. Absolutely. Because we know that anyone listening who's on hormonal birth control probably has a weak gut. And, you know, for the reasons we named earlier. So I think any support that we can give them, obviously, you guys know that if you're looking for really good support to come off birth control, that you can see Rachel in her program, and we'll be talking about that a little bit more at the end of the podcast. But yeah, let's give them a little more, you know, ideas and taste that they're going to want to focus on when they really need to work on their gut.
So a few other things that are important for gut health is reducing stress. So there is a huge connection between our gut and our brain. Crazy enough, there's actually a piece of our gut that comes off in the womb and becomes our brain. So there is a huge connection there. Um, So really, to put simply, our gut health affects our mental health and our mental health affects our gut health. There's this thing called the vagus nerve that connects your gut and your brain, and they are constantly communicating. So reducing stress is a huge one. Some other things that you can do to support your gut is chewing your food slowly. As simple Mm -hmm. as it sounds, it is so important, and it's really essential to producing an acid called HCL, which helps to kill bacteria break down food and absorb nutrients. Um, let's see a few other things. Not watching you know, Before our- you jump into a few other things really quick, I do want to touch on that for a second because it's so yeah. important. The HCL or the hydrochloric acid that the body, excuse me, the stomach naturally makes to break down food. Mm-hmm. So many people as we age, especially women in their 30s, as we get older, they're not making enough HCL anymore. So this can often be a huge reason why people are bloated after meals or are experiencing the constipation. Mm-hmm. It's so crazy, but just what you said, simply just chewing your food more creates more HCL. And the more, it's like building a muscle at the gym. The more you go, the better, the bigger the muscle's going to get, the more you're going to lose the weight. Just by chewing and chewing and chewing more, you burn more calories, you create more HCL, you're really changing your gut microbiome. So if you're going to take one thing away here for gut health, and it was my very first podcast too, where I just (laughs) went ham and talked about, you got to chew your food so that it breaks down, especially if you're seeing it like you know, not digested, digested in your stool, or you're experiencing that bloat after meals. So that was a good reminder. Thanks for that one. We needed that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I always say like, it's like, it's not what we eat. We, we aren't what we eat. We are what we absorb, right? So we want to maximize mm-hmm. that absorption and chewing your food slowly is just such a simple hack that makes a huge difference. So that's mm-hmm. a good one to take away. Um, not washing your food down with a beverage, right? Like digestion begins in the mouth. We want to allow our enzymes and our saliva to do their job. And if you're constantly just washing your food down with a beverage, then you're not going to allow those enzymes to do their job and break down your food. So absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So I no know. water with food. Drink it later yes. or before. Don't drink it while you're trying to restore your HCL. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, so that's, that's just awesome. a few few simple hacks to start with. Absolutely. Super helpful and part of my um, five principles when it comes to boosting your gut health for sure. So this is so great. I'm sure there's a lot of women out there who don't have the information or education to figure this out. Of course, they're not going to get it from their gynecologist or their doctor because the information isn't there and the only resource for them is to go on birth control. You know, even if they're having, um, not even for um, PMS, but, you know, PCOS, acne, different things. There's so many reasons why they just automatically go to birth control. Now we're working on spreading awareness that you don't necessarily need it. But then the other element is like, oh, well, what about preventing pregnancy? And I know that's something you do a lot in your programs. Can you talk a little bit on how someone would prevent pregnancy if they want to come off birth control and heal their gut? 
Definitely. So the method that I teach and have personally been using for seven years is called the Fertility Awareness Method, aka FAM. Um, more specifically, the Symptothermal Method, which falls under the umbrella of fertility awareness methods. So it requires you to track both your basal body temperature and cervical mucus in order to identify your fertile and infertile windows for the month. Um, I always say contrary to what we learned in sex ed class, we can actually (laughs) only get pregnant five to six days out of the month. Um, Whereas Mm -hmm. we're told in sex ed, right? You're going to get pregnant every single day. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Maybe that troll on Instagram, Rachel had a little troll on Instagram come over and, and, and throw a little shade in her comments saying that there were more than five to six days you could get pregnant, but she might be teaching sex ed. So don't listen to her. Yeah. Don't listen to the troll. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So these five to six days, then you're using this fertility method to, um, fertility awareness method to teach women how to protect themselves throughout this period, uh, when they're having, um, you know, intercourse with their partner. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you're actually, by charting, you're able to identify those five to six days, which is really, really cool and empowering. Um, basically, for anyone wondering, like, how is that possible? How is how can you only get pregnant five to six days? So we know that sperm must meet the egg in order to get pregnant. But what we are not told is that the egg only survives for 24 hours. And sperm can survive five days. Therefore, you can only get pregnant max five to six days out of the month. So leading up to that ovulation day. Mm. So that's kind of how it works. <laughs> Interesting. Can I ask a side question? Um, if if someone wants to get pregnant, then are you saying it's better for them to try prior to ovulation so the sperm stays in since the ovulation only has the 24 hours? Yeah. So you really want to get as close to that ovulation date as possible, um, especially those struggling to get pregnant. The closer you are to that ovulation date, you're increasing your chances because then the mm-hmm. sperm only has to survive, right, like 24 hours. Um, which mm-hmm. is a lot easier than five days. So mm-hmm. if you're trying to get pregnant, um, basically you just, you want to get to as close to the ovulation date as possible. Awesome. And second question, how would somebody know that they're ovulating? Can you give us a couple signs to know that they are? Yeah. So leading up to ovulation, our cervical mucus actually changes. So it becomes more stretchy, kind of like egg white-like, lotion-y. There's a few different types of fertile mucus. Um, So you're able to see that ovulation is coming by identifying what type of cervical mucus you have. And then you're able to confirm that ovulation has happened by a temperature rise. So when we ovulate, there's actually this little endocrine gland that gets produced. Um, It's called our corpus luteum. And that endocrine gland produces a hormone called progesterone. And progesterone actually raises our temperature. So By seeing a rise in our basal body temperature, we will know that the egg has officially left the follicle and we are no longer fertile for the month after we have gone through those fertility awareness method rules and confirmed that it has happened. 
That's amazing. It's so the temperature going up is like the mic drop. The progesterone comes in and mic drops the mic, and it's like we're here. Yeah, and this is your window. <laughs> yeah, it's like all right, your that. egg is dead. <laughs> it yeah. comes in, it dries up that mucus, and yeah. That's interesting. So interesting. I love it. I feel like we could talk all day about this. We'll have to do more podcasts on some other elements of it. But let's say somebody's listening in, whether they want to get pregnant or not, but they do want to come off birth control or they want to start balancing their hormones for pregnancy or help with PMS. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about your method, your program, and, and how they can get in touch with that? Yeah, definitely. So for the women who are wanting to come off hormonal birth control, um, to prevent pregnancy. In my program, I help women transition off properly. So going through that prep work, we learn to balance their hormones naturally so that they can experience PMS-free periods. Um, I help them to live in sync with their cycles. So earlier we talked about that ovulation, right? How powerful ovulation is. Well, there's also three other phases of our cycle that we can also take advantage of. Their fertility nap. Um, and then I also help them to learn to manage by using the symptothermal method. And then for the women who are trying to get pregnant, that program looks a little bit different. Um, we are going through the process of transitioning off balancing hormones naturally, but there's a few other steps involved in order to really maximize their chances of getting pregnant and supporting their body, make sure their body is in the best state possible to not only get pregnant, but to also carry a healthy baby. And yeah, so women can find me on my Instagram at High and Healthy if they're interested in the program. I have a little link in my bio. Awesome. Thank you so much. We love all this information. It's been so helpful, especially for my audience too, because, you know, I focus on the gut, you focus on the hormones, but there's so much overlap where I feel like we'll be utilizing each other a lot in our businesses, where if I have a, a tough case of somebody with gut issues, they're trying to come off birth control. We have to be very careful because there's so many things that can get worse doing that. So I'm super grateful for your knowledge, and I'm so glad you could be here with me today on the podcast, sharing this wealth with everybody as they embark mm -hmm. on their gut and hormone healing journey. Um, okay, so High and Healthy is your Instagram. They can find you there. What's your website? So I don't have a website right now. Um, so high and healthy at my Instagram is the best place to find me. Um, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Great. That's so awesome. So anybody that's interested in fixing their hormones naturally coming off birth control, visit high and healthy on Instagram to check Rachel out. She is hilarious. Her reels <laughs> are the best and she has so much uh, information there for you guys. Um, I hope you found this helpful. Please feel free to reach out to us if you're struggling and you need support. We are here for you along the way. Any last words for us, Rach? Any other things that you want to share with the audience or last tips or anything? I just want to thank you for bringing me on. Uh, it was a lot of fun, and I just feel like it's so rare to come across people who really share the same philosophy when it comes to health and healing. So just very grateful for you and, like I said, to be able to feed off of you and learn from each other. Awesome. Thank you so much. Until next time, guys, we'll see you in the next episode. Don't forget to click subscribe. And as always, happy healing.
Hey, it's Radley Valentine. Join me for a brand new way of connecting with your angels on my new podcast, The Angel Tarot Show. Each week, you'll meet your angelic guides and guardians and find new ways to unlock unconditional love, tune into your intuitive abilities, and create the joy-filled life that, well, you've always wanted. Plus, you'll get a useful and timely energetic weather report, bringing you guidance for the coming week. Tap into the healing, hope, and guidance that's all around you on the Angel Tarot Show exclusively on mindbodyspirit.fm.